once again, a gentlemanly air rules the airwaves because the debonair Count Arthur Strong uh, will be with us, uh, taking us into the rarefied territory of wine tasting this evening. So, you know, they're proving once again that uh, you know, manners cost nothing and days of gallantry are still well and truly here, OK? But we'll get to tonight's Crucial Three after we've heard from Jen. Did you ever appear with the doors, Count Arthur? Oh, I must have done. I must have done. What were they? <laughs> Anyway, uh, Count Arthur Strong is with us. We'll get to him very shortly. Those are the doors with Soul Kitchen, their eponymous debut LP of 1967 from uh, tonight's Crucial Three, suggested by John Sparshat and John Farnaby. That was a tall story, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I don't think so. Somewhere <laughs> along the line. Last night, uh, one of the many subjects we were tackling was uh, people who look better when they're older, or now, than when they were young. And uh, Lulu was the lead example of this. Deck in Edinburgh has been on. Said on last night's Looking Better As You Get Older debate winner must be Priscilla Presley, comparing photos of her wedding to Elvis in the 60s and the Naked Gun movies in the 90s. But, of course, another example that's only just occurred to me, very well preserved, Count Arthur Strong. Oh, thank you very much. Very kind of you to say so. I mean, it's sort of just like a very sort of dignified and debonair and distinguished. Oh, well, your words, not mine. <laughs> Modesty forbids me right. to comment. Were you, a, were you a bit of a kind of um, sort of matinee idol in the... When would it have been your heyday, sort of... Um, I'm still having my heyday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Okay, then. No, 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 point taken. Um, and uh, have you looked after yourself particularly over the years to stay oh, in such yeah. fine shape? Yes. Uh, uh, the last 30 years I've done Canadian Marine exercises uh, every morning. Have you? What yeah. do those entail? Oh, you know, press ups, sit ups, shut ups. Um, um, <laughs> something else up. So you get an old friend by your teeth. Uh, <laughs> And hang there for. I, th I think that's that was one of them. Right. Okay. Uh, Tara McDermott uh, has been on. Said uh, apparently in the uh, there's a, a, a local rag in London called the Evening Standard. I believe. Oh, I believe there is. Yes. Don't take it They've been very kind to me in the past. Uh, I think. Have they? I think so. You and Ken both. Yes. That's and right. said, um, Sandy Shaw's apparently in the Evening Standard says she was talking to the Queen at a Buckingham Palace party. Right. Uh, she became aware that just next to her was Kate Bush the blessed Kate Bush, scrabbling around in her handbag. Eventually, Kate Bush produced a pen and paper and asked the Queen to sign it for her son. The Queen was whisked away by astonished officials. Um, I, I, you know, I mean, I, I, that's not protocol, is it, to ask the Queen for her autograph? I don't think. No, you should speak when you've spoken to her with the Queen. Ah. Yes, don't ask her for an autograph. No, oh no, that was a cardinal sin. I mean, did you ever... Uh, you, you, did you ever meet the Queen? You met the Queen Mother, didn't oh, you? Oh, I did. I met the Queen Mother on many occasions. I'll tell you something, the Royal Command performance in... Um, it was 1960-something. Mm. Um, at the interval, she must have she must have had some fish or something, because I was just having a chat to her, because I, I could speak to her. I was special dispensation. Yeah. She got a fishbone stuck in her throat, and I had to do the Heineken manoeuvrement on her. <laughs> Did you? Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Shot right across her room, that fishbone. It's amazing how far it goes when you do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, you see. And that's my Queen Mother story. Very good. Well, it's anecdotes. It's anecdotes. That's what we like. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Davis in Sheffield has been on says, My wife Sally and I are going to Channel 4's The Games. Can you and the Count think of uh, what to have on a banner in the crowd? But I can't, because um, I don't know what Channel 4's The Games is. No, I'm a clue. Um, <laughs> so we can't, then, can we? Ludo. Maybe. Why not? It's a good game. Um, Pam, the Tobinant correspondent, said, uh, uh, Oh, I'll be jiggered if I ain't got a bad back, so please keep jumpy uppy downy stuff to a minimum. But does the Count have any remedies? But I suppose, you know, you combine your Canadian Marine and your Heineken manoeuvre. Oh, yeah, well, um, I'll tell you what is a good uh, idea for um, a bad back. Uh, if you do a lot of sitting, a, a wedge cushion. 
wedge cushion. Yeah, shaped like a wedge. Mm. Yeah. Right, where do you get those from? Um, uh, the, um, the osteoporosis. You know, the woman that cracks your back. <laughs> right, OK. So, I mean, any more... We, we, we're tackling wine tonight, but, I mean, um, any more subjects that you want the Count to comment on, you've usually got kind of some kind of solutions for, for most things, oh, haven't well, you? Well, you know, a lot of things have happened to me in my life. And right. I, yes, I do try to help everybody. Yes. Advice to give. So, um, what have you been up to, then? I haven't been up to anything. I've just set foot through the door. If you th If you're thinking about the crack in that glass, it was like that when Ian gave me it, so don't... Start all that up. Right, OK. All right, yeah. Um, so, uh, wine tonight, then? Oh, yes. Well, right. Right. You see, well, as I mentioned to you previously, Mark, as you know, I am a part-time uh, lay preacher. Yes. Um, you know, and I sometimes do the, uh, the sermons um, for, you know, uh, like... Don't be naughty, else you're stuck by lightning now. Come on! <laughs> Etc. When yeah. Father Thompson's um, um, off sick or when he, he goes to um, Mablethorpe for a fortnight every June, uh, I'd up for him then. And um, one of the other positions I hold in the church, uh, which I'm very proud and privileged uh, to do so, is that of Honorary Chief Communion Wine Tester right. for the Doncaster Diocese of the um, Anglia Church of a Lady, something like, something like that. And... Um, my findings go directly back to the General Synod. So it's a role I fulfil of some high standing in the Ecclesiasticals. Um, now, what I'd like to do tonight is, uh, you're quite right to say we're doing some wine tasting, I'd like to show you how it's all done and just how sophisticated my palate, or as I sometimes call it at the wine tastings, for a joke, my Pontius palate. Um, <laughs> he's the one that fiddled while Rome burnt in your prayer books. Um, just how sophisticated my Pontius palate has become. Right. So what we're going to do is one of those those wine tastings that blind people are always going... I don't know about... No, uh, one of those blind wine tastings that people are always going on about. Right, OK. Well, we look forward to that later on. Uh, Count I. Arthur Strong on wine. You know, what better way to spend an evening? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, these are the Trembling Blue Stars. <clears throat> Excuse me, the single is out now. I'll play that for Helen Hughes, whose birthday it is tomorrow. Uh, she was on the Crucial Three, and uh, we uh, discovered she was a bit of a goth, and she wanted the mission. Uh, but uh, I didn't think that... We're not playing any mission tonight, uh, or any goth particularly, but that had a sort of goth guitar sound to it, didn't you think? So it's kind of... Do you, do you uh, familiar with the goth oeuvre, Count Arthur? Well, uh, I think my people have lined me up to do a pantomime with the fears of the Netherlands. <laughs> Right, um, yeah, yeah. It's not finalised yet, but we're talking at this stage. Your people are talking to their people. Yes, that's right. Uh, she was on the Crucial Three. You were mentioning something, uh, perhaps we, uh, another element we could introduce to the Crucial Three tonight for people calling in. Oh, yes. Um, uh, some uh, business, because uh, you know, I, I'm often in touch with the spirit world, yeah. um, as well as wine. And um, what we could do is a psychic wine tasting. So if anybody's got a glass of wine on the go, um, I could tell them uh, what it is and the, where the grape is and... Uh, all the things you do when you're doing wine with them. Fantastic. All right, then. So if you are phoning in uh, for the Crucial Three tonight, then perhaps you could pour yourself a small glass of wine uh, before you come on and Count Arthur can do his stuff. Yeah. Um, Count Arthur Strong is with me this evening, I'm delighted to say. Um, uh, who's this from? This is from Richie. He says, uh, great show with Arthur, always. Um, can I ask his advice on what to wear for a goth gig as a first-timer? Because he looks like he might have stumbled him on in his time. As a fan of trilbies, what do you think of Count Arthur's trilby? I think it's, it's, it's very dapper. Is that a... Thank would you call much. that fawn? Yes, it's a fawn. Fawn stroke beige -ish. Yes. yes. It's, it's, very brushed, nice. it's brushed cloth, that. It's very not, nice, yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, do you think that that would perhaps be suitable for 
for a goth night? Oh, or? Well, that, I, I wear it everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Is that right? And, uh, yeah. I mean, perhaps the outfit you're wearing tonight, tweeds and a... And a Oh yes, yes. You stand out in the crowd, then. But I'm a... um, but with the kind of with also the, those comfortable slip-on boat shoes. Absolutely, which yeah. I you would have to tear off my feet when yeah. I go. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. So they, uh, that's uh, that's helpful. Um, uh, let's see what have we got here. We got um, can, John the M6s. Can you tell me what brand of wine the count has been drinking? Because I could do with a glass this evening. I mean, you know. Well, it's a uh, blind wine tasting. Oh, so, so yes, um, we'll have to get that. Obviously, for obvious reasons, I, I can't divulge that. Um, yes, right, OK. Um, uh, dearest Mork, I received my CD and DVD from the Count on Monday. Um, uh, please thank the legend that he is for changing my life for the better, says Smig in Leeds. Oh, good old Smiggy, whoever. <laughs> bless you, my darling. Right. <laughs> Andy P says, uh, uh, the Count's on one tonight. Fantastic. Any remedy for athlete's foot? Um... Give up athletics for a bit, see if it gets better. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I would do. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Jason on the M25 says, older versus younger. I say Kylie, and my girlfriend says Richard Gere. Can you clarify if blokes are allowed on this list? I think blokes are allowed on, aren't they? Uh, yes. I'm Definitely. Not sure. What no. sort of list you're talking about? Well, it's last night's list, but it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. All right, we'll get to Count Arthur Strong and some wine tasting um, after this. <laughs> It's hard not to smile when you hear that and think of that uh, wonderful video at the moment, isn't it, Cam? Oh, it's funny, that, isn't it? Ken and Deer's background. Oh, <laughs> it started on another track as well. Uh, right, it's, yeah, it is, it's very good. Uh, were you ever uh, sort of a prime mover in comic relief? Uh, yes, I used to do the... What is it, the same as Children in Need? I don't know, they're all after a bit of money, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I used to do Children in Need at Shepherd Bush Empire for BBC London, a um, um, sister station of yours. Right, OK, yeah. yeah. Oh, did that all the lot, I did. Oh, good, good, oh, good. Danny LaRue. Yeah? Etc. Right, Fields of the Nephilim. Uh, I think they were... Um, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, Tony Christie, uh, Peter Kay, is this the way to Amarillo? Mark Devonport's been on before we start this. Is, uh, could the Count say hello to Teresa after her operation? Hello, Teresa. Mm. Uh, I do hope you're well. It wasn't too serious an operation. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's, on, it's my phone there mm. again. Right, I, I, I just leave it on for the programme now because oh, well, why not? I don't like yeah. to feel so that people can't get in touch with me. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I understand that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now then, uh, DIY Mike in Preston has said, uh, I've just opened a bottle. Um, P.S. Uh, Paul Weller uh, looking far better. Now, shame music isn't. But then, uh, Paul in Nottingham, she says, I have a cold and I'm adding night nurse to my Rioja. Does the Count condone this? Or should I stick to my usual remedy of cider and benelin? Um, I wouldn't do a side and better, and there's no harm in a night nurse with a bit of wine. No mm -hmm. harm at all. Right. I've done myself. OK. Um, any ideas how to get red wine out of a sheepskin rug? Um, uh, salt. Right. Eat as much salt as you can. <laughs> right. No, I'm sprinkling it on it. It's one of the two. You do. Uh, try both, see how you get on. Let right. me know. Let me know. All right, then. Colin and Kendall says, as we speak, I have in my hand a glass of red. Can the Count guess its origin? Um. Summer fields. <laughs> it's okay, they're very good. Um, and now, so I think we'd better start on this. We've talked about it long enough. I think we'd better get to the main right. event, haven't we? Yes. Right. So, yeah. uh, so uh, what's exactly the nature of what you're going to be doing then for the next well, few minutes? This is where I part company with most of the other wine tasters you'd have heard of: um, uh, Jelly, um, um, uh, Oliver Reed, etc. Um, because you see, my first rule in my wine tasting rule book is. Never, ever 
spit any of it out. <laughs> Never. I can't think why they say you to do that. Right. Anyone that would tell you to do that, Mark, is, in my opinion, not a proper drinker. Right. Uh, for one thing, that was disgusting. If you spit on a bus, you can be fined and have every every right to it, in, in my case. That's what they're encouraging these people. Right. For a sick, it's, it's that you stand there waiting for hours and three will turn up at once. Uh, buses, I mean. <laughs> Not, um, it's like the post office, isn't it? But, mm. Booth number one, please. Come to booth number one, please. Booth number two. No, it's booth number, two, booth number three, please. <laughs> booth number four, please. Booth number five, please. Which one do you sudden well go to? Goodness sake. Can't listen to that for long, can you? Why don't they just have one booth with six staff on it? Now, that probably because it makes too much sense, isn't it? Oh. Anyway, let's get on with the reason why we're here. If we could um, just pour a um, right, okay. line out. Oh, I see. That's right. Then right. let's have a little taste of wine number A. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Do you? Uh, right. um, wine number B. Oh, that's very nice as well as that one. Mm. And wine number C. Oh, well, now, this is interesting, this, Mark, because I like this one, but I don't like it as much as the first one I tasted I liked. But I do like it more than the second one I liked I tasted. Tell you what, mm. let's have another little taste of wine number A, just to see if I concur with what it is I'm saying. Do you want a top-up there? Oh, yes, go on, top yourself up. Uh, oh, yes, definitely my most favourite at the moment is that. It's just so much more easier on the Pontius. Um, oh, yes, absolutely. But, you see, I'll not be rushed into making a decision premature on these, because whichever wine I pick tonight will be served up in churches, the width and the breadth of the countryside. So I'm right to be cautious. Right. My opinion, they could all do with breathing a little bit more oxygen for a little bit. Always do that at home. Any good off-licence will tell you that. And I'll come back and have another go at it on an as-and-when basis. You see, I do take it very seriously, Mark. Very serious, indeed. Right. Yeah. OK. Right, uh, Count yeah. Arthur Strong and wine tasting. I mean, you know, that, uh, perhaps people could vote by text. So, you know, uh, vote wine A, B, C or don't care. That's a good idea. Right, OK, yeah. then. So send your text in and uh, wine A, B, C or don't care yeah. and we'll see if care. you, the audience, agrees with Count Arthur Strong by the end of the show. Good idea, Mark. <laughs> this is Bat Kennedy with, uh, conveniently enough, a track he played live on the programme the other day with Shane McGowan at the end on the Mighty Ocean Alcohol. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a bit of a frog in the throat tonight, Count Arthur. Have so, a drink uh, of this. I'll sort you out. Have a sip of this. Right, I will a bit later on, I think. Yeah. Uh, but with Shane McGowan at the end there, of course, on the mighty ocean alcohol from his fine album, The Big Picture. The crucial three, music of quality and distinction. All right, then. Tune number two is this one. And Fiona from Aberdeen joins us on the line. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Mark. Oh, but Fiona? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a terrible line, isn't it? I know, it's not. It's my mobile. I don't get a good signal here on that. Right. Have you not got a proper phone? Yeah. Why didn't you use that, then? <laughs> well, I was on the internet, so if I tried to phone me back, it was engaged. Oh, I see. Oh, well, there you go. Um, are you drinking a glass of wine this evening, Fiona? Um, unfortunately, no. Not at this moment, no. Right. Oh, right. Well, that's rather... I could do that, though. Could you do that? Yeah, no problem. Have you got some there? Uh-huh. 
Right. Oh, right. Well, pour yourself some out, take a taste and see how it affects your voice. And then we can f get Count Arthur Strong on to see if he can tell what it is you're drinking, even at this distance and on a line as bad as that. Wow. <laughs> Have you had some? Um, no, I had, uh, I had earlier on. I was out for dinner. Oh, you went out for dinner? Mm-hmm. And dr did he drink wine at dinner? No, I just had a pint of cider. A pint of cider? Woodpecker! <laughs> woodpecker! <laughs> woodpecker cider! Was it woodpecker? Yes. Yeah, that's the same brewer I love. Close, isn't it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. What do you do in Aberdeen, Fiona? I'm a personnel manager. Are you? Right. Yeah. Okay. Of what? Um, Don't say personnel. <laughs> I work for an, 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 an ROV, a remotely operated vehicle service company for the oil industry. Ooh. Yeah. Remo remotely operated vehicles, Count Arthur. Sounds good, doesn't it? I'm lost, I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Fiona, anyway, tell us what this tune is. It's Brass and Pocket. Yes, by the Pretenders. Pretenders. Right. Were you a Chrissy Heim fan? Was she a kind of, you know, female icon of yours? Well, um, early 80s, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I think everybody's got a bit of a thing about Chrissy Hine, men and women. I mean, she's just sort of cool, isn't she? She's cool, yeah. And she's the only th person, well, one of only three people ever to look good in leather trousers, right? There was the young Jim Morrison from The Doors, who we played earlier, Elvis on that TV comeback special, and that's it, Chrissy Hine. No, no, uh, one more. Oh, go on. Susie Quattro. Yeah, I'll give you Susie Quattro. I'll oh, give you... Tom Jones. No. Did you ever go for leather trousers, Count Arthur? Well, I mean, most of back in days, yeah. Oh, right, OK. Um, because, but and now, of course, Chrissy Hind has, has renounced leather because she's vegetarian, isn't she? Mm. So she, she makes imitation leather trousers now. I believe she uh, stitches together aubergine pelts in a caravan. Aubergine pelts? Yeah, to make her trousers now. That's what I've heard, anyway. That'd be quite slippy. Well... Now, don't get us started on that. OK, Fiona, look, it was nice talking to you. The line sort of cleared up a bit in the end, so we could kind of hear you. Um, sitting a bit higher up. <laughs> That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. All right, then, nice talking to you. OK, then. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Um, Fiona in Aberdeen, who nominated Susie Quattro for our top three of people in leather trousers, which is another item that's only just started, but there you go. Correctly identified the pretenders and brass in pocket. The crucial three, two... The Pretenders and Brass in Pocket is number two on tonight's Crucial Three. You've already had The Doors and Soul Kitchen. Here's a clip of part three. Oh, I love that tune. So, if you know what that is, then 88 to 91, and if you could be drinking when you come on, that would help. And mark.randcliffe at bbc.co.uk on the email and stick your phone number on, please. Um, as someone who's usually slaughtered around this time of night... Janice. Hello. Hello. What were you saying then? I was, I was nothing. fiddling around. No, nothing. I didn't say anything. I just heard this pause and thought, is that me? It is, Am it I meant to be on a pregnant pause? A pause for effect? A pause for effect, yes. yes. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very good indeed. And Count Arthur is with me tonight. Hello, he's... how are you? I'm very well, Janice. How are you doing? I'm very well. well. It's lovely to hear you again. Oh, it's always a joy to hear you. She's thinking of red wine, by the way. <laughs> were you thinking of red wine? I uh, think... oh, if you say so. She's yeah. more of a... I'm thinking of a dirty jack. I'm only getting you in one ear. Oh, there you go. Of course, I sorted it. A dirty jack. Yeah, the headphones have got a dirty jack socket. Oh, I see. So I've been ramming it in and out until I could oh. hear properly, but was sorted. Um, yeah, so everything all right? Your neck of the woods. Yes. No, we're very good. We're having a very, very a rarefied gentleman's evening oh, no, over a bottle of.
communion wine. I know you're more. You do it. You're more of a QC girl yourself, aren't you? In my experience. QC. <laughs> I think wine. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, a, a good Rioja would do me. Oh yes. Well, we've just been experimenting with a cocktail, uh, yeah. Rioja and Night Nurse. Uh. Ooh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God, that sounds awful. Give it a try. What's up with oh, that? no, no, no. Night Nurse knocks you out, though, doesn't it? That's That's right. the, there's, a clue in, there's a clue in the title of it. Yes, but I thought... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, I have yeah. a hip flask of Night Nurse, actually. I know that that goes Played up for Howell in Blackwood, South Wales, who said, I think the winner of Improving With Age, and she looks good in leather trousers, Carol Vorderman. Are you a Carol Vorderman countdown fan, Count Arthur uh, Strong? Uh, obviously, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, um, Uncle Bob, that is, with Hit Parade, which, as I say, we played it before, and people uh, went mad for it and were asking where you could get it. It, it is out now. Um, Uncle Bob, it, just to help you get hold of it, his uncle is spelt with a K. It's called the Hit Parade. It's on their own label which is Friendly Sounds. There is a website, unclebob.com, um, uh, released with the help of the Scottish Arts Council, and a fine tune it is too. Next month, Radio 2 presents Robert Plant, live and exclusive. My love is in lead for the freeway. For your chance to see him in London on the 27th of April, tell us the name of his solo retrospective album from 2003. Walk me out in the morning, dew. Email your answer at bbc.co.uk slash radio2 or call 08700 100 200. And see Robert Plant live and exclusive only with 88 to 91 FM. You ever a Robert Plant Led Zeppelin fan in your biker days, Count Arthur? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if probably it was. <laughs> Might not have been. What, what was it? This sort of a big, sort of hoary um, rock band. Oh, I like music, I do. Shall we go to a club? What? Shall we go on to a club? Oh, I see. Right, well, we could think about it. But, uh, you know, to the business in hand, because we've still got to reach a final verdict on the wine, haven't oh, we? Because uh, one of our, uh, the country's foremost communion wine tasters, Count Arthur Strong... Evening, everybody. ...is with us this evening. And uh, we also some interesting comments coming in, because you've got uh, three wines to choose between, A, B and C. Oh, is Lovely, all of them. And it's nice to, because uh, the people are getting involved in this. Um, uh, Beth in Wales says, What about combining A and C and creating a new strain of super wine? A C. Do you want to try it? Ooh, Should we pour some, pour some A? A into C. Into, into C. That's it. There. All right. right. Well, what, uh, well, taste it, I suppose. Uh, See what that's like. Go on. I like the sound of this. Beth, she's come up with a good one. Oh, I say, that is good, Beth. Well, is yeah. it? Oh, that is good. Are you doing that at home? Lawrence and Steve in Kent say A, B and C in one cup. Drink them all. Why not? Why <laughs> not? I've done A, C. I've just put a bit of B in. Right, yeah. Uh, OK, yeah. Oh, that is a proper job of splosh, is that, Mark? I'm telling you. <laughs> is it? Oh, right. It's yeah. a spot, does that? Um, uh, well, Mick from Rotherham, uh, to working stuff. Come on, Mick, A, B, C, two bits of C, three Ds, and a, a, all together in one glass. Why not? Why not, yeah. Uh, he, he says, don't care. He's voted for don't care. Don't care, fair enough. Alan on the yeah. M6 says, wine C. 
Um, uh, wine A, without question, it's one of my favourites, although mm. I, I do enjoy a nice glass of sea with fish. Right. Other yeah. than that, I don't care, says oh, John. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sea with fish. B. Would you, would, yeah. Are you sure? B, definitely. Right. Do you yeah. want to check that? Or? Uh, go then. Yeah. Uh, All right, then. Um, Pete Fitton. Oh, definitely B. Right. Uh, <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Pete Fitton in Rochdale says that wine A betrayed its origins as stock BBC sound effect. Argos Rob said, uh, I need a wee after that wine tasting feature. I'm on the M25 and 40 minutes from the next services. Uh, Chris Brennan in London says, Could you ask Count Arthur Strong what his choice of hangover cure would be, or does he always know when he has had enough? Um, yes, I always uh, do when I've had enough. But what, uh, for a hangover, uh, not I uh, get them because I always know when I've had enough. As you. Uh, Get half a pound of liver, stick it in a blender with a pint of milk and two eight raw eggs. Mix all that up and drink it down in one. That's sort you out. I bet it will. I bet it will. Um, uh, Paul in Nottingham said, uh, you know, I tried number A in my night nurse. Delightful. Number B, I shall save for the spam fricassee. Number C will be rubbed on my chest with a dash of Vic. Oh, that's a waste of good wine on your chest. Mm. Just that, use the Vic and drink the wine. That would be my lot better. I notice when you're tasting, you, you tend to avoid the terms a lot of other famous wine tasters use. You know, things like bouquet and nose, legs and body. You don't you dispense with all that. Well, it's, you know, not flowers, not a bunch of flowers, is it? Bouquet. Mm. It's uh, all in the taste with me. I'm telling you, I'm not like um, whatever you know that. Lot. <laughs> It's a very different technique and a very different technique and approach I've got. Right, no. it is. So you can see, Quirky's been on. Said I'm currently sampling a vintage 2005 Californian Merlot. Mm. Uh, however, I've now become peckish. Could the count recommend a light snack to accompany bit such like, a beverage? Uh, you get a bit of cheese and toast. <sighs> you can't go wrong with cheese on uh, toast, can you? Beat it! I'm going to have a bit of that in a minute. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, I can just go some Lancashire Lee toaster. Oh, oh. That's what. Ooh. Yeah, um, bring well, it in. I think we're gonna have. To, I think we're gonna have to have a cheese tasting feature oh, next time, aren't we? Excellent notion. Wouldn't that be a well, good? Perhaps idea? we could have a glass of wine with it. <laughs> we could possibly do. Square the circle. We could, yeah. Uh, right. And some garnished pickled onions. Oh, so oh, yo, chat up, yo. We know how to live, oh. don't we? <laughs> we know how to live. Um, all right then, uh, we'll uh, reach a final verdict on Count Arthur Strong's wines before the end of the program. Um, on tomorrow night's program, Julian Cope.
Uh, Mitch in Southampton said St Julian Cope looked pretty damn cool in leather kecks. Uh, there you go. Um, he'll be on tomorrow night, uh, most probably in shorts, I would think. That tends to be his uh, favoured legwear these days. Uh, Julian Cope, world shut your mouth. He's in session on tomorrow night's programme. Um, uh, more additions to the leather pants top ten. Neil in Buxton is saying Mel Gibson in Mad Max 2. Does he like that film, Count Arthur Strong? Rubbish. <laughs> okay. um, uh, Diana Rigg, now then. Diana oh, Rigg in the um, Avengers. Then Diana Rigg. Ooh, what's, what's, hmm. What about her? Yeah. Crucial Three, music of quality and distinction. Our final tune on the Crucial Three is this one. Excellent late night listening. Excellent anytime listening. Patrick Powell is on the line from London. Hi, Patrick. How are you? Very good, thanks. How Very... do you know my surname? P uh, pardon? How do you know my surname? Because Ian told me it. Ian who? Oh, I, I didn't say Powell. I just... Oh, it's on my email, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> 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 um, have you been drinking tonight, Patrick? I'm afraid like I it. have, yes. I, yeah. I knocked off work early and I got a bottle of... Um, well, I didn't knock off work early. I got a bottle of Summerfield wine. So. Summerfield is doing very well tonight. Yeah, yeah I, would, yes, really I, I would have guessed Summerfield. Count Arthur Strong is... Uh, is uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, well, we can't guess what wine he's having because he's told us now. But, I mean, there must be different brands of Summerfield wine. Could you assess which Summerfield wine he's been drinking, Count Arthur? Pass it. Would you just have... Can I, have you got a glass of air with you, darling? I've got it in mm. my hand now. Would you have a smell of it for me? Uh, oh, yes. yes. I would yes. say the grape is probably from the northwest face of the Eiger. Yes. Um, workshop. The vineyard. Idiot. Um, have a little sip of it, would you, for me now? Uh, it's definitely a red one. It is, yes. Yeah, thank that's you. That's right. That's my case. Brilliant. I mean, thank that, you very much. That's a radio programme in itself, really, isn't oh, it? Oh, you think so? And you see, <laughs> you knocked off work early, Patrick. What do you do at work when you can be bothered to go in before the wine calls you? I work as a, as a sub-editor. A sub-editor of what? On a newspaper. Which newspaper? Well, I better not say because I don't think I like it, but it's, it's one of the nationals. Is it a big one or a little one? I mean, like a broad or a tiny? No, it's a big one. Oh, is it? Oh, that's probably all right, then. Yeah, okay. Begins with daily, but that's as far as I'm going. <laughs> there aren't many big ones that begin with daily, are there? Are there? Are there what, broad sheets begin with daily? There's two. <laughs> There's two? Yes. Telegraph. Well, there daily. you go. What's the other one? Daily. The Daily. Oh, the Daily Guardian. That's the one. Oh, yeah, OK. <laughs> you guys, I tell you what, there's no spots in you guys from Radio 2, you know? That's right, absolutely, yeah. And what do you like doing when you're not uh, working as a sub-editor on the Daily Planet, then? Is it uh, drinking? No, well, I, no, I live in Cornwall. I, I, I like uh, recording music on, on the computer. Oh, dear! Yeah. Which you, can bit of... you can do everything these days. Oh, it's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Where, whereabouts in Cornwall do you live? North Cornwall, on the edge of Bodmin Moor. Oh, oh very nice. Right, OK. Um, all right, well, look, uh, tell us what the last tune is on tonight's Crucial Three. It was Win, um, David Bowie on Young American. Yeah, which is the best track on the album, including the title track, I think. Yes, it is good. I think it is. Are you right, then? Uh, so, have you got any idea what the connection might be? Because we've had... We've had well, tell, me, tell me what the other two were. I, I didn't catch the first, but I only got the second. Well, oh, but the you're, pre two. you're prepared to have a go, and I like you for it. Um, we've got The Doors, Soul Kitchen. Yeah. Right. And we have had uh, Pretenders, Brass in Pocket. Yeah. And now we're having Win David Bowie. Yeah. All right. Any ideas? Uh, uh, would it help if I told you it's been suggested by John Farnaby and John Sparshat? No. No. <laughs> no. You don't know, do you? 
haven't a clue who they are. It's all right. They, well, no, you don't need to know who they are. <laughs> getting, getting pissed on red wine. <laughs> yeah, fair enough then, right. I think getting is not the right word, but uh, already. <laughs> Mission accomplished, I would say. And we're, and we're jealous of that. I've not touched a drop. I've left it to you and Count Arthur, but anyway. All right then, well, we'll, we'll play the tune and perhaps someone else will have worked out the connection by the end of it. Nice talking to you, Patrick. Uh, right, good night. Uh, OK, bye-bye. Um, uh, Patrick Powell on the Summerfield Red. Correctly identified David Bowie and win. The Crucial Three, uh, three. <laughs> So, Count Arthur Strong oh, has been with us. Come set me one of these discotheques, you know, right. on a bounce. <laughs> okay, then. And, uh, so, have you come to a conclusion of whether it was A, B or C who was the best wine, which was the object oh, of tonight's so programme? Oh, wine is lovely. Oh. Absolutely lovely. So don't care, really, would don't be the winning... About what? Winning poem. Oh, uh, Stop it. Going on. What's it going on about? <laughs> <laughs> OK, then. Uh, so, uh, well, well, it's been very nice seeing you. Delighted. C Count Arthur, and uh, we look forward to welcoming you again soon. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, Pat's been on, said, um, given that a Count is not part of British aristocracy, could the Count briefly explain his aristocratic ancestry and how his family came to be ennobled? Well, you know, it's not an inherited type, that, you know. Oh, no, that's, uh, when I'm gone, that dies with me, that. Because I was stumbled back to the Royal Command um, when I rescued Queen Margaret Fishburne out of a hopper um, hop game manoeuvre on her, you see, and I believe my title was.